everyone. I'm Abby with the Wandering Womb. And I'm Jenny with the Bicycle Face. Welcome <laughs> to Blame It on the Badge. Your weekly vagina talk with your besties. This week, we're tackling myths and lies we were told about our periods. Quick disclaimer, we are librarians, not doctors, so don't take anything we say as medical facts. Go see your doctor. How's your vag this week, Abby? Oh, my vag is kind of being cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, we have to tell everybody that we totally synced up through our podcast together. We like you guys, we both started like on the same day or what we were like two days apart. Right. Or something. Yeah. Like. (laughs) <laughs> we were and like, like I stuttered into it and then crashed in with Abby. <laughs> yeah, like I messaged a couple days ago and was like saying how sick. Like the day before my period, I always get super nauseous, and sometimes I don't realize that's what it is, and I feel <laughs> so shitty. I'm like, what the fuck? And then the next day it comes, I'm like, oh yeah, right. Um, and so I was telling you guys that I was feeling really sick and that, oh, I'm probably going to start tomorrow. And then you started that day and we're like, what? Oh, my God, we totally synced up. So, yeah, I don't care that that's supposed to be a myth. It's totally not a myth. No, it like it's so strong that we synced up through the computer, like right. however many miles away we are, thousands <laughs> from each other. So, Maybe we have our own vortex vaginas. We must. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so that's my um, vag this week. How about you, Jenny? Well, you kind of spilled my vag news at the same time. Oh, I did. Time. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. We opened the floodgates. It's it's bad when you know up front, like, it's going to be a horrible one. Yeah. And this one has been extreme. Like, I haven't had one like this in who even knows anymore. But I stuttered for, like, two weeks. Just, like, little, like, stuttering here and there where you don't really start. You maybe think you're starting, but, like, two hours later, you're clearly not. So what the fuck was that even? And then all of a sudden, boom. And then someone came over to my desk for something today And so I pulled my drawer open to show him like how little I have that I'm packing up because we're relocating. (laughs) And right there, bam, in his face, a whole row of pads. And I was like, do I react? Do I just shrug? Do I like move my arm to kind of hide it from him? And then I'm like, you know what? He's cool. And if he's not, I'm going to pretend he's cool. (laughs) And just have it there. Like, I probably would have, like, awkwardly, like, thrown myself over the drawer. I'd be like, no, there's nothing in there. Like, you shove it back in really quickly. (laughs) What? What? There's nothing in there. I didn't see anything. I'm so clumsy. I probably would have shoved it so hard. The file cabinet would have tilted. Like, it would have started this whole crash course. Like a domino of file cabinets all across the, the office. Right. 
<laughs> like that scene in The Mummy where she like goes to lean oh, over yeah. and grab a book and they all go all <laughs> the way around. That would have been the entire library today just yes. because I couldn't bear for someone to see a couple of maxi pads. Which are totally normal. Yes. That's so, right. But then he would have been like, what, you you wear pads? You don't wear tampons <laughs> like a normal 40-year-old woman? <laughs> yeah. Hey, be glad it wasn't like a row of diva cups. <laughs> Although he probably wouldn't have known what those were. Right? So. That might have been better <laughs> until we have the next birthday celebration and somebody's like, oh, who has the cups? And he goes, oh, Jenny has a whole thing in her drawer. A whole thing of pink cups. No, she's George. got the shot glasses. <laughs> we can't drink out of those. We can do shots out of the diva cups. <laughs> diva cup shots. We may start something. We could do like jello diva cup shots. I was Right. I was just thinking that. That'd be a hilarious <laughs> girl party. Yes. Okay. We need to stop planning that. Right. We can think of all the fun things we could do with accessories. <laughs> Ooh, that's like a whole, that's a whole other show. <laughs> right. Okay. So this week we're going to tackle the myths and the lies. So only women get periods. True or false? Mm, false. That's right. People who don't identify as women get them, and people who do identify as women don't get them. If you have a uterus, you can get your period. That's true. But if you have a uterus, you can also not get your period. That's also true. We know over the years that different things can affect whether or not we have a period. So even if we identify as a woman, we may not necessarily have one because factors like stress and diet and exercise and things like that, um, diseases can affect whether or not we have them. But because people of all identities get and don't get their periods, we strive to use gender, gender neutral language when we talk about them. And we apologize when we fall short on this podcast. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, we try really hard to, and it's been, it's been becoming more natural for me um, but I know I, I do still slip up sometimes. Right. The more the more we realize it, the better we'll get, especially mm -hmm. moving forward. But that yeah. was the, the very first myth that we wanted to put out there. Yeah. Um, and then the next two myths I wanted to cover were from my childhood. Now, okay. didn't you grow up going to the beach? Did you guys yes. always do summers there? Yes. Did your mom would... ever tell you that you couldn't go in the water when you were no. on your period at the beach? No. I don't think she ever believed that. <laughs> because she was a librarian and she was educated. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My mom's pretty suggestible. I love you, Mom. Yeah. But... <laughs> I love you, Linda. <laughs> so... I grew up in San Diego, and the beach was a very big part of my childhood, um, but she always drilled it into me that I could not go in the water when I was on my period because I would draw sharks. That's so you crazy. You can't go in the water, Jennifer Sue. You will draw all the sharks. <laughs> 
can sharks smell it? Well, yeah, they can. They, it's true. They do have a really good sense of smell. But as anyone who's ever had a period can tell you, it's not just blood that comes out of us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's tissue. It's mucus. Ew. But it's mm-hmm. all sorts of things. So sharks smell urine, too. And I grew up with brothers that I'm pretty sure were peeing in the pool, in the shower, in the ocean water. Like uh, We totally peed in the ocean. Like, we right. never wanted to go home to go pee, so just go in there. <laughs> right. Who like, wanted to break. use those gross public shop restrooms? Ew. You yeah. just went in the water. Yeah, so it's not it's not true. And sharks uh, have attacked men more than women. I think it's an eight to two ratio was what I read on Popular Science. So, um, and if you've ever done any type of swimming, usually uh, or any exercise, water related exercise, the water pressure is usually pretty good at like stifling the the flow of blood it'll stop the flow at least momentarily so well, isn't i i heard somewhere i mean isn't it like a like we lose i mean it's like a minimal amount of blood like that's not it's not going to attract them like the blood that attracts them is if your arm gets like bitten off <laughs> right we're not losing you know and leg. then they all come yeah losing an egg (laughs) (laughs) right like that small amount of blood like I don't think a shark's gonna be like 20 miles away and be like what and like they're all gonna (laughs) like come zoom in (laughs) in for you what (laughs) dinner is served (laughs) yum we got me some period blood (laughs) like dessert although i did read that male iguanas apparently get super aggressive this has been documented with women who are menstruating because i guess the smell of our human menstruating is very similar to the pheromone that an adult (laughs) female iguana gives off during mating season oh no is it like iguana humping your leg (laughs) Oh, don't mind Timmy. He's just smelling your period. <laughs> like, how embarrassing is that? Like, you go over to visit your friend and his iguana starts, like, humping you because you're and you're, like, on your period. <laughs> now is everybody it, knows. Is it worse if it's an iguana or a dog? Because I feel like I had friends growing up who I wouldn't be on my period and their dog was always yeah. on my leg. Yeah. <laughs> dog. <laughs> My younger brother's puggle, Scooby, he's always done that. And so they taught their nieces if they wouldn't call it humping for some reason, they called it dancing. I'm not sure why. So one time, I think Estella was in the other room when it happened. And we just hear all of a sudden we hear Estella go, no, Scooby, I don't want to dance right now. (laughs) We were dying (laughs) so that's what we call it now and it's just he gets overstimulated you know there's too much going on around him and like he hasn't had enough exercise he doesn't know what to do or how to give it get it out so if you're walking across the living room you gotta watch those legs (laughs) 
But I think I think an iguana might be terrifying. It might be. They can get like 15 feet in length. They can? They can get that big? Yeah. Wow. I yeah, like that would be scary. That's like the shape of water part two. <laughs> right? So that leads us to our next one, which is all kinds of awesome. And I was scared of for so long. So we were the family that camped and hiked and backpacked together. And I was the only girl, obviously, besides mom. And I was always told that I would attract bears. So you would like pray to God and everything that was holy that you would not be on your period (laughs) that week to two weeks that you were out there because you were always freaking terrified that you were going to draw a bear. And we were also that family where I, when we were backpacking or hiking, I could go hours without seeing an adult, like just (laughs) me wandering up the trail. (sighs) So I did some research on this because I've always been super curious where it started. And it actually started from an attack. In Glacier Glacier National Park in 1967, and it was two parties of campers that were attacked by grizzly bears, and two women were killed. So because it was the first attack in park history, people flipped out. So they really wanted to try to get to the bottom of it. They were, like, desperate to solve it and just get an answer. Right. Of some kind. So, of course, they focus on the one woman of the two who's on her period. Forget about the fact that the other woman isn't menstruating. One of them was, so clearly she drew the bear, right? Even though the bear attacked the men first. And what (laughs) kind of men went running away? Leaving the women. women. (laughs) That's what I mean. You only have to be faster than maybe two people (laughs) in the party, depending on the number of bears. So those women were just the slowest. Clearly. (laughs) Or or asleep when asleep. they were left in the tent. Oh. The National Park Service blamed it on her odor. Oh, my God. That's the actual quote, odor. And they printed guides that advised menstruating women to stay out of bear country. Oh, my God. Like, are they really that attracted to blood or? No. So a 1990 study failed to find a link to it. You know, they showed that food was the actual cause. (laughs) Gee, (laughs) I know. And, you know, in some campgrounds, too, they have signs up like in Big Bear and some of the campgrounds when you're tent camping, you can't go out alone at night because the bears wander through the campground looking for food because people leave their food out. The trash cans have to have locks on them like it's just a part of people not doing what they're supposed to be doing to keep food away from bears. So that's that's what draws them in. So the National Park Service still to this day has a warning on their website. I can't believe that. I know, right? Though there is no evidence that grizzly and black bears are overly attracted to menstrual odors more than any od- other odor. Women who are menstruating should still take special precautions. What the fuck? Like what? Like a 
bear canister for your vagina. <laughs> bear repellent. Bear You're repellent. Just spray your vagina with something. I don't know. With something. <laughs> what doesn't a bear like? <laughs> <laughs> right. Boo-Boo's just looking for some snacks. <laughs> I just find that so hard to believe that they can smell a menstruating woman. I mean, I know they're very scent driven, but I'll be honest, like when I'm backpacking, I'm supposed to put everything in the bear canister and then the bear canister goes away from the tent and up. And there have been nights where I have shit myself because like three in the morning I roll over and I'm like, what the fuck is that hard thing under my oh, shit, I forgot to put my chapstick in the bear canister. Or (laughs) are you fucking kidding me right now? How did I how did I pack this mango fucking lotion? (laughs) (laughs) And I have never once had a bear come to my tent, whether it was lotion, whether I accidentally forgot to put my my bar, my vegan, you know, like anything away. I've had accidentally had food in the tent before. National Park Service advises women the following precautions. Use pre-moistened unscented cleaning towelettes or just fucking toilet paper. <laughs> that was my or just fucking toilet paper. That's not the National Park Service talking. <laughs> I think you need to send in some edits. <laughs> right. <for them. laughs> Use internal tampons instead of external pads what's an external tampon (laughs) (laughs) but seriously jenny you're fucked because you wear pads (laughs) so when that bear comes i'm gonna push you toward the bear because you're i'm gonna be like hey take the girl wearing the pads i'm i'm at least wearing an internal tampon (laughs) i I don't even wear tampons (laughs) What's so funny about this is the idea that you would ever be in the forest. <laughs> hey now. <laughs> I'm I'm a very, very good glamper. I like my glamping. <laughs> it's called like roughing it at a three star hotel instead of a five star hotel. That's <laughs> that's my idea of camping. <laughs> Well, then you don't need to know that you pack it in and pack it out. Don't bury your used tampons or pads. Ew. Right. A bear may smell buried tampons or pads and dig them up. Ooh, so that means, like, if I don't like somebody, I can go bury my tampons (laughs) at their campsite? Damn. Yes. That is cold. Yeah, so, hey, guys and gals, if you have an ex that you know is, like, camping several tents down, just, you know, deposit that tampon. That's, like, next-level psycho. Follow (laughs) him out there. Ooh, ew, yeah. Bury bury it all the way around the tent. Like, bring... (laughs) Bring it collect. Get a make collection. Sure, right. Make sure it's a heavy flow day. 
<laughs> I'll go around to all the campsites and be like, can I collect your tampons? <laughs> I, I'm trying to save you from the bear. <laughs> so do you, like, how would you even do that? Would you bury them, like, with the string out? Or do you <laughs> bury them with the... <laughs> So so clearly so the bear can find it. Right. Because we need the string to find it. So by providing them with that small food reward, this action may attract bears to other menstruating women. God. Right. What the fuck? I mean, honestly, people, I think the bear is going to be more attracted to your chocolate <laughs> and your potato chips than to the blood coming out of you. (laughs) It's the food they want. I will have to ask my mom. She went camping a lot. I'm going to have to ask her about the the ocean thing, if her mother ever told her, and about the camping. I should have done that before (laughs) this episode. (laughs) (laughs) But where's the fun in that? Right? (laughs) I mean, at least the camping one had some, I mean, it wasn't basis in fact, but it came from somewhere, whereas the shark one really comes from nowhere, and there's an eight to two ratio in men versus women getting attacked, so. So, yeah, so there wasn't any, like, common, like, um, like, these women were attacked by sharks, and they were also menstruating. It didn't have anything. Nothing. Out there like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just the blood thing. So I found uh, when looking through these myths, um, the farther back you go, it's just really amazing how they truly show us how feared our power was as women. It's just it's kind of awesome in a way to think that we have always been so powerful we just didn't realize our power for so long. Because we were just squashed. Right. And here's a list of how they squashed us. So this one isn't really squashing. This one's just gross. Menstruating women can cure the plague. <gasps> Ooh. The, the first period of a virgin. Always. Why can't it just be like Wait. the town, like... <laughs> Working woman, you know, why does it have to be the virgin that has the blood that cures everything? Why can't it be Jenny who wants to bang half the block? Like, (laughs) (laughs) because your blood is tainted, Jenny. (laughs) It's not pure. I don't want to bang half the block. You'd have to see my block to understand how horrifying that is, but. Okay, so the they virgin period is better than just the it old hag down the street. Right. Period. It can't be any old blood. It can't be old blood at all. It's got to be the the and it's got to be the first period of a virgin. It can't be the eighth period. <laughs> it can't <laughs> be the seventh period of the seventh daughter of the seventh <laughs> son. That would be cooler. That would be. It's the first period of a virgin collected on a napkin could cure the plague if wrapped around the afflicted. Wrapped where? Like around their sores. Ew. <laughs> here, here, I got 
Let's put this on here. Maybe that's what the male principal meant by they would abuse the feminine <laughs> products. <laughs> Don't be curing no plague with your periods. <laughs> Don't be curing no plague. Awesome. <laughs> We're not providing these for you to cure other people. Yeah. <laughs> So another one that is one of my favorites, menstruating women could poison you with a look. Ooh, yes. See, that would be a cool superpower. That really would. So yeah. since periods were evil, duh, <laughs> the longer you had one, the more evil your soul became. Uh, so the older you were, the more poison you had built up in your system. Oh, and, witches. Right. Your gaze was especially venomous. <laughs> but this is where it gets lame because, you know, we, if we could kill with the look, we're not wasting it on children. <laughs> That's <laughs> where the myth turns to bullshit. What? <laughs> right. We're not going to kill some poor little innocent kid. We're going to use it on the annoying man who keeps rubbing his dick inside. <laughs> Very annoyingly. <laughs> now we can get him with the period death stare. <laughs> that has to be. We need to write a comic book, man. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Ooh, maybe that'd be a good YA book. Yeah. Her death, her period death stare. <laughs> that's, her, that's her superpower. <laughs> we have one who can kill the, who can, who can cure the plague with her period blood. We have another who can kill people with a look when she's on her period. Only when she's on her period. <laughs> right. Oh God. So what if she starts and she doesn't realize she started until she kills her fifth period teacher <gasps> because he gave extra homework. Or her, like her boyfriend, they're like gazingly, lovingly into each other's eyes. And then her period starts and she's like, fucking shit. This is the fifth boyfriend I've lost in five months. <laughs> like, I got to stop looking in his eyes. <laughs> so it can also be cultural. Menstruating women cause food to go bad. I saw that. I read that one in several different oh. cultures. That's yeah. why my fridge has so much bad shit in it. It's not because I'm not cleaning it. It's our periods. <laughs> oh, my God. You could totally get Josh to cook for at least a week of every month. Yes. You just have to convince him. <laughs> You'd be like, honey, um, my period's going to spoil everything. So can you please cook this week? Yeah, in 2011. A study showed that women believed the body emits a specific smell or ray, which can turn preserved food bad. What? Who was who believed this? Did you say this was like other cultures? Or? Yes. Okay. Yes. But still, wow. But you know, do they really believe that, or are some women like this is what gets us out? I'm cooking <laughs> once a month. This is what gets me out of cleaning out my fridge. Right. <laughs> All you have to do, do it. I just tell your father, sometimes I'm not even on my period. 
they don't know it's just once, you know, a month. Right. Oh, my God. You think your mom bleeds like 20 days <laughs> in the month? But, every, but, you know, like you, you're like every two weeks. So Right. Oh, my God. I would never have to cook. Yeah. Like, I'm contaminating this food. I'm going to spoil all of our good food. So, sorry. <laughs> Except I'm such a kick-ass cook. <laughs> yeah. There's that. I suck at it. So, I got that going for me. Yeah, but you're, like, super drop-dead gorgeous model. So, <laughs> you don't have to cook. <laughs> Those of us without the looks, we got we to fall back on something. <laughs> Yeah, but Josh sucks worse than me at cooking. Oh. Yeah. Well, you have four girls to choose from. One of them has to turn out to be a good cook. (laughs) Right? Yeah. So another one is that uh, menstruating women can kill crops and bees and they can dry (gasps) up seeds. Wow, that's powerful, man. Yeah. That was the ancient Roman philosopher... Pliny the Elder. He wrote the first the first encyclopedia of natural history. So he said in it <laughs> that touching period blood could cause crops to dry up, could cause fruit to fall off the trees, and bees to die. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That powerful vagina, man. Oh. I wonder, I wonder how far out that stretches. Like, is this, are we talking miles of crops or like with one woman, you know, or, or just a couple feet in front of her. So there's just like this path, like when she's walking through the crops and they're all just dying. (laughs) (laughs) That's an awesome image. Right? Yeah. They all just like black and crumble. (laughs) (laughs) I'm picturing her walking through town, being totally oblivious, singing a song. <laughs> Everything's dying around her. Like like Belle and Beauty and the Beast. And exactly. Like, of, like everyone dancing. Everyone's just like dropping dead. And there's this like period like wafting like coming out from her <laughs> vagina. Dogs are going crazy. Iguanas are humping her. <laughs> that's hilarious so your your friend the elder he believed that women could control the weather oh my god yes who always wanted to control the weather i'm telling you there is a ya book in here with like all of these girls with different superpowers based around their menstruation around their periods so he thought storms and tempestuous weather (laughs) could be stopped by contact with period blood what did they have cannons back then like what did you do load them up with napkins (laughs) like shoot them into the storm (laughs) just shoot the whole woman (laughs) just put her in the cannon Yeah. Just try to work in the crop. What's worse, getting hit by lightning or getting hit by a menstruating woman? (laughs) What are the odds on that one? (laughs) Is it worse than the lightning strike? (laughs) 
having this visual of shooting a woman up into the sky with like blood trailing behind her. Right. <laughs> You're like, damn it, that's the third time this year. <laughs> so, or they just go around like and collect their, you know, rags and because I'm sure they just bled into rags back then, right? And then just, like, get all their rags and just stuff them in there in the cannon. But they'd have to be fresh, right? Like, it couldn't be. I don't know what the rules are on are on that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it says come in contact with period blood. To me, that means fresh blood. Yeah. So you'd have to yeah. line them up <laughs> one woman at a time. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next, place your period napkin. But in they have the like a cannon, please. <laughs> yeah, because the men can't touch it, right? Because then right. that Their kills hands them. Will fall or, off. Right, or the children will die. <laughs> They'll go blind. <laughs> but you know, your elder dude was also, I think, just a big old perv. Because he thought that naked women <laughs> had the same effect. So mm-hmm. if you just sent a naked woman out to, like, dance <laughs> in the middle of the field, I think he just wanted to see some boobs and badge. <laughs> he did. <laughs> like. Yeah, like, how did he come up with this shit? <laughs> right. Like, is it blood or is it not blood? Like. Yeah, you can't have both, dude. Like. Right. Yeah. So, but that's how he like, he's like, well, they only bleed for a week. So the other three weeks, we have to have some other reason why women are dumb. So we're just going to make it be like, (laughs) they're naked. There, that solves everything. (laughs) You know what? I have found over the years that a naked woman does solve pretty much everything. (laughs) Yes, that is true. (laughs) I have not found that I can kill bees and crops with my period blood. Still working on that. (laughs) Still working on that. Although, we are losing bees. Has has anybody even thought about that? (laughs) Hello? (laughs) Oh, my God. What if our podcast, like, resurrects? We are going backwards. (laughs) All of a sudden, all these medieval beliefs are going to come back. But Abby and Jenny said so, and it must be true. They're librarians. (laughs) They would know. I have to open my cough drop thing and have a cough drop. It's going to say that just so that we can, like, know that we're... Crinkling. You're like the you're like my mom in the movie theater. She picks like the quietest <laughs> moment to try to open her candy and she can't fucking open it. So she's fumbling and messing with the wrapper and <laughs> the couple's trying to confess their dying love as the one is dying. <laughs> Susan's all Yeah. <laughs> My sister and I are like staring daggers. 
Does she get all mad like my mom does? If we're like, if we look, if we even look at her when she's doing that, she'll go, I'm sorry. <laughs> like a loud whisper. Yeah. And like, not sorry at all. <laughs> not at all. And then she's like, you want one? <laughs> I'm like, no, mom. Put it away. <laughs> They're going to kick us out. <laughs> I need to see how Fantastic Beasts end. <laughs> That's what we go see together, is the Harry Potter and Fantastic Beasts movies. <laughs> That's a good one to go see. Mm-hmm. Not so good, Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go with your mom? To no. <laughs> No, I never would have. I don't want to be. I don't want to be staring at Momoa's <laughs> manly form, picturing all the things I want to be doing to him. Like when my mother's, was... yeah, rapper next to you. Movies you don't see with mom. Anything with Jason Momoa, anything with <laughs> Dwayne Johnson, anything with Skarsgård, like. <laughs> yeah, when uh, my older daughter and I are watching Buffy together and we're getting into some sex scenes and stuff and I'm we're both just like, mm, like not even like <laughs> Like, it's like an automatic look down at your phone moment. <laughs> and then She's me as a mother, I'm like, chatting. yeah, probably. Me as a mother, I'm like, okay, do I say something? Do I just pretend it's not happening? <laughs> just continue to stare at my phone and it's over. Okay, we're good. <laughs> we were watching True Blood one time with my mom. I did not realize when I started that with her how much sex there was and how hardcore it was. And the best part was it was she just had surgery and someone recommended that. They're like, oh, you guys should watch True Blood. I'm going to remember who that is one of these days and you are going to hear from me. You're going to have to rewatch it with her. So someone from her church had just brought her over dinner. Because oh, she was God. in a meal rotation and was sitting on, sat down on the couch. Cause my mom is like Miss Entertainer. She's like, why don't you have a seat? So, of course, the minute the woman sits down is the full on hardcore. She's tied up, vampires drilling her from behind. I panic. Mom goes, Jennifer, Sue! <laughs> so I'm panicking because this is not my DVD player. This is not my DVD player. I don't know how to work this shit. It becomes incredibly obvious because the first thing I do is pause it. <laughs> no, that's the worst. Then I fast forward it and it like jumps to another sex scene. So I rewind it and it goes right back to the drilling vampire. <laughs> like, and I don't know what part of my brain was not like, 
turn it the fuck off. <laughs> just turn it off. <laughs> oh, my God. But finally, I, I just grabbed the remote for the regular TV and just turned that off. Because <laughs> I'm like, you get flustered in that moment. Yeah, and you everything do. you do makes it worse. <laughs> when the woman left, I mean, she laughed the whole time. But when she left, my mother goes, she closes the door and she turns to me and she goes, I just hope they allow me back at that Bible study. <laughs> Oh, what, mom, you honestly think Agnes is going to run and call? Oh, wait. Yeah, this is Bible yeah, study. Yeah. <laughs> she totally lit up that prayer chain. <laughs> They're all going to know by tomorrow morning. <laughs> yep. The next myths that I have are about period sex. In some cultures, men believe they will lose their penis if they have period sex. <laughs> Like blood will just dissolve the the penis. <laughs> I don't know. Would it just like dissolve it like acid was eating yeah. it? Or does it just fall off? And does it fall off inside the vagina? <laughs> or do you pull out and you look down and it's all vroom? <laughs> or does it take time? Like, are you at work the next day and you go to use the urinal? <laughs> And the dude next to you is like, hey, Bob, I think your dick just fell off. He's like, fuck, I just had period sex last night. It's got to be it. Hey, Bob, did you have period sex last night? <laughs> yeah. Why are you asking? Because your dick just fell off. <laughs> that sounds like a commercial or something. <laughs> For some kind of like period sex barrier condom thing. Like, if you don't use this, hey, Bob, how are you, Jim? I'm great. Hey, say, is that your dick on the floor? Did you have period sex last night? Uh-oh. Somebody had period sex last night. I know what you need. Because, <laughs> you know, that's, that that's another superpower. Like, that's, or that's another one where you're like, Yes. Sometimes we start during sex. Like, yes, it does. That's happened to me before. <laughs> so, like, what if you're having sex with another woman? Does her hand fall off? Like, <laughs> or is it just regulated to dicks? I think it's just regulated to penis. That that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Yeah, the medieval days were just fascinating with the yeah, stuff man. that they believed. So children conceived during period sex would be born monsters. Oh, there's an awesome book. It's called The Curse, A Cultural History of Menstruation. And that's one of the things that it covers. Children are described as puny and languid, and they would bring diseases with them, like leprosy, syphilis, and ulcers of the skin. Ooh. Which isn't that what leprosy is? <laughs> I think so. I think so too. They would also be entirely stupid, dull, loudish, silly, deprived of sense and understanding. 
and entirely unskilled to do anything good. Wow. All just because of period sex. I wonder if my brothers and I were conceived (laughs) during period sex, because I'm pretty sure my dad used all of that language on us when we were growing up at some point when he caught us doing something he deemed to be entirely stupid. Yeah. Silly, deprived of sense and understanding. That just covers it all. Right. (laughs) I heard all the time, like, you don't have the common sense. God gave a dog. (laughs) (laughs) You should have been like, Dad, did you have period sex with Mom? (laughs) Fess up. Jimmy's over in the corner eating (laughs) chips off the wall. I told you. I told you, Billy, you shouldn't have had that period sex. <laughs> I like how they Look just use that for, like, anything that's wrong with a child. Right. Yep. They had period sex. But how do they even know? Like, okay, if I had, if I lived back then and I had period sex and then I conceived, me and my dude would be like, dude, this is not leaving this room. We did not have period sex. Okay? Because... <laughs> We don't want a dumb kid <laughs> or we would, we don't want everybody to think our kid <laughs> is dumb and has leprosy. <laughs> you would like always wonder in the back of your mind, though. Yeah, you would. Something that didn't make sense. <laughs> Did she just stick her hand in that beehive again? <laughs> Fuck, it's the period sex. I know it. I'm like, shh, don't say it. <laughs> so. One thing that I guess we haven't tried to ease our heavy periods that they did back then, too, is they burnt toads to ease a heavy flow. And then they wore the ashes of the burnt toad in a pouch near their vagina. Why a toad? I was just going to ask you that. (laughs) (laughs) Weird. Like, Maybe maybe we're burning our prints. Maybe we should be kissing that yeah. toad. What a dentist about as much good as burning it and putting <laughs> it next to her vagina. Yeah, it's like a big metaphor. <laughs> and how did that one even come about? Who was like, I'm going to burn this toad? <laughs> right. Surely burning this toad is going to help. Who like, just saw a toad and was like, hey, let's try burning it. Maybe, and then you can just wear the ashes on your vagina, and that might help. Or maybe they were just hungry, and they burnt the toad, and then by the time <laughs> they got home, their period was over, and that was the connection they That's made. They yeah, maybe. Yeah. Because then they served it to their family, and then their period started again, because it had really only stopped from that long walk from the <laughs> pond back to the house. And they're like, damn, I better find another toad and burn it. Ah, yeah, that must have been it. Yeah, that's all I've got. That doesn't make any sense to me at all whatsoever. Nope. Maybe Melissa can explain it. She might know. She did have a lot of good ones. So those are the only myths that I have. Those are great myths. They were a lot of fun to read about. (laughs) It was pretty amazing. I just can't believe some people still believe some of those things like that one in 2011 that I can't remember what it was now. 
Oh, the one about the spoiled food. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the one that had the mucinex and you're the one that can't remember. I know. <laughs> it's the Accutane foggy brain. I think cultural runs really deep, though, because yeah. when I was teaching humane education, um, it was interesting the different areas that I would go into hearing some of the cultural beliefs within those communities. Like there was a, a Eastern European belief um, because these kids tend to, tended to live in multi-generational households. So they were in elementary school. So they were living with their parents, their grandparents, and in some cases their great grandparents or great aunts and uncles. So they would believe that they could not, the dog could be in the house with them, but the dog could not sleep in the bed because if you swallowed a dog hair, you would get cancer. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. And, you know, you would be like, okay, we're living in 2016. How is this still a belief? But it's a, it's deeply ingrained within their culture and they're being raised in a home with, Pliny the Elder. <laughs> yes, that's true. I mean, there are Pliny's. <laughs> Pliny. Um, there's there are still cultures out there that um that still believe that when you're on your period, you're dirty or can't be touched, you know, and you have to stay inside or stay in a certain room um while you're on your period. So. Right. And and I don't think it's it's an education issue. I think it's a cultural issue. I think yeah. when it comes to culture, stuff like that just tends to run really deep. So from that aspect, something like that doesn't surprise me that it was 2011 as yeah. opposed to what was the one last week about Kotex not being able to use the word vagina in 2010 on a yeah. commercial for their products that you use in your vagina. Yeah. That's pretty or ridiculous. On your vagina. So that kind of a thing. Yeah. Is ridiculous. Cultural stuff is not ridiculous. It's cultural. Yeah. So I did find this amazing quote from Maya Schwartz that I wanted to end on. It says, menstruation is the only blood that is not born from violence, yet it is the one that disgusts you the most. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Pretty powerful and very it true. It is. On that note, we have wrapped up our miss for the week. Be sure to follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Email us. Yes. What do you call your v- vagina? Your vagina. Yes. Give us all your good names for it. And your period, too. So just names. Yeah. Names for that kind of stuff. Yes. We want to know. We'll talk about it. The rag, Aunt Flo, your monthly friend. The JJ. And don't forget to review us on iTunes, please. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.